0: Thank you so much to everybody for being here. And for coming to share these moments together. One thing we ask at the outset, if possible, is to try as much as we can, even if it means shutting off our phones, to have total silence for the time that we're gonna spend together, very important. And just to take a second before we even do anything. To thank Hashem infinite, infinite, infinite times for giving us the privilege to be among those who understand why it's important to take time to invest in Yiddishkeit, to invest in Amor Hashem. We have Hanukkah coming up. Everybody's busy preparing one way or another. So much needs to be taken care of and planned and... And in the noise, sometimes we could forget like what it's really all about. What Hanukkah is for. Not just what it commemorates, what it is. And so to take time, a few days before, to sit together with like-minded, growth-oriented Jews of every age and background it makes no difference, these are all outside stuff. To really try to prepare ourselves, to open our hearts and our minds and build a vessel so that when Chanukah comes, we laid the groundwork, we're ready for it. We're ready to get what Chanukah has to give. That's our avoda tonight. And all of the learning and all of the davening, which the singing is just davening, and all of the amuna, the awareness, that we're sharing right now in this moment that there's really a Hashem in the world. There really is. And His Spirit saturates this room. And we're taking time now to focus on that. That all of this should be a schus for the continued healthy development of our Precious Neshama, Tinoch Ben Yehudis. Hashem, he should continue to grow, which he's been developing so beautifully. And Hashem should just help that he should continue to go in this way and become a Zahat Katan Gadol Yeh, Hashem. And also to have in mind all of our brothers and sisters, Yoshev Eretz Yisrael. Who need Rachmi Shamayim. That Hashem should have mercy. Hashem should protect all of our Chayalim and Chayalot. And all Jews, wherever they are, should be a merit for all of Am Yisrael. Because it's a big deal what we're doing now. It's a big deal. I'm not sure that there are many Jewish communities anywhere around the world who have this kind of thing. Where people get together for the sole purpose, just trying to go deeper. Get ready for Hanukkah, B'Pnemias, on a deep, deep inside level. So the first thing I want to sing Behezrus Hashem and we'll sing it together and we'll share it together. And the Gemara tells us that Chanukah was instituted l'hoidai su for praise. This is in contradistinction with Purim. So the whole thing of Purim is eating and drinking, physical. Why? So very simply the Ran explains and it's brought down in the Paiskim is that the whole Gezerah on Purim, what were they trying to do? To wipe out the physical being of Am Yisrael, the bodies. Lahashmid laharig Abe to decimate the Jewish nation. On Chanukah, that wasn't their aim. On Chanukah, it was all about the Neshama. It was all about trying to snuff out that spark of Kedusha, which we're going to talk so much about. And therefore, Purim we celebrate with physical food and drink, and on Hanukkah, we celebrate by singing to Hashem, by praising Hashem. So if you think about it, it's an incredible thing, because they could have chosen any spiritual pursuit to mark the celebration, the victory of the soul. Could have chosen anything. They could have said eight days of learning, day and night, from the beginning of the day all the way till you go to sleep. And they could have said, uh, you know, having extra kavanah and brachas for eight days. There are any number of spiritual things they could have chosen. But it seems that to our sages, the pinnacle of spirituality, the pinnacle, is simply to recognize Hashem and to thank Him. That's how we celebrate a victory of the soul, is l'hoydos u So please join me in this melody together. And again, like we said before, it's not just singing for entertainment, it's a tefillah. From the deepest, deepest depths of our being.
1: Please join me. Join me loud. O lezamer, o lezamer, v'shimcha el yom. Ta yiv la Hashem. pure neshama Ta leha gidas la Hashem. nascer Hayy la shem. Let's do it again. Hayy tovim la i <laughs> am we <eting> you <sous livret> So you
0: mentioned before our khayalim. Right now it seems the stage of the operation is incredibly intense and precarious and dangerous. And they're here with us and we're here with them. We're there with them. And our sages say that Sadiqim teach that although the Gemara tells us that that the Shrina doesn't ordinarily descend to lower than ten Tfachin, all the way down, whatever this means. Hashem's presence doesn't reach down to a certain level of this worldliness. The Hanukkah lights that we're going to be privileged to kindle, really in just a few hours we can already start counting down, are supposed to specifically be lit Lemata I mea in that place. Specifically in that place. Where the whole year long the Chanukah candles that represent the light of the Shechina, that light doesn't descend to that place. But on these eight nights, the whole world is filled with the glory of Akarashpar, who taught your eretz It's a little bit of a taste of the world to come. Because the whole thing of the world to come is all praise. Chazal say that, Lavo, when Mashiach comes, all of the carbonos will be nullified except one carbon. You know which carbon? The carbon Toda. That's all that will be left, is just a bask in the awesome realization that everything is already okay. Everything was okay. Hashem's got this, he always did. Just thanks, infinite, infinite thanks. So, Hanukkah a taste of this. It's a taste of a time when everything is already lit up, illuminated. And so we dive in now in this moment, and I beg you to join me, that we should dive in that already, the same we were preparing for Hanukkah, that means Hanukkah is already here in a certain sense. Those soldiers, wherever they go, not just Lamanta mehasara but even down down, down, deep into the ground. They should sense the presence of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, like Davar Malakh sings, and we've echoed throughout the generations, and we're going to do so now. Kam ki elich begate Even when I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, loy ira ra, I have no fear. Ki Ata yimadi, because the Hanukkah candles are lighting my way. So please join me.
1: ki <laughs> I la ki know. Ira ki hiki atahi matai. Love, 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 love. again. Love. Ah. Yea, they forget Salam love, Lo, you love, you love, love, Ya, 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 love, 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 i One More time, i of love, 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 I No, ya, ya Da, yeah, yeah. Ra ya, love, 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 ra
0: We're going to talk a little bit more about it a bit later. One of the key things about Hanukkah is the concept of Chachma. Chachma means wisdom, intellect. means much deeper than that, and we're going to learn about it. The passage and Mishli talking about Chachma says, Nachal Novea Mekar Chachma, which means a flowing spring, Nachal Novea, that is the Mekar Chachma, the source of whatever that is, Chachma, wisdom. And the Svarim explain that what that Nachal is, what that kind of experience is that goes beyond wisdom, that's the, the essence, the, the root, the makar, the source of wisdom, is holy yearning, holy yearning, ratzom. That word nachal, that is the makar of chachma, the source, what it really means to be a wise human being in this world, to learn how to really live is Rashi Tevos for the words Hashem. Pasuk and Tehillim where Davra Amalekh says our souls Hashem, yearn for, for Hashem yearning, yearning, yearning Hashem, is the Nachal that's the essence of the Jewish experience, to want, to recognize that there's more to grow, to strive to contact the divine, to sense that there's more to life than what meets the eye, to yearn, to reach that, to feel that. Nafshenu shan. It's also the Rashe Tevos, of the words "lahadlik. Ner, Chanaka. It's also nachal. Nafshinu chiksalah Hashem. When we hear the bracha being made, when we make the bracha, we have this in mind. Remember, right now we're channeling the nachal novea mekar chachma. This light of nafshinu chiksalah Hashem, of yearning. You know, one of the most foundational machlokas arguments about Chanukah is between Shamai and Beishillel, how exactly to light the Hanukkah candle, something super fundamental. So today, all of us Paskin like Beis Hillel, how do we light? Each night adding one. That's called the Mosif Vaholech, every night you add one. Beis says the opposite. He says, actually the first night you should start with all eight lit, and then every subsequent night you take one away. And they didn't just take opinions from nowhere. They, they said something. They meant why. They said what they meant. And the Gemara says, well, what's the reason for Beishamai? What's the reason for Beis Hillel?" And the Gemara explains that Beishamai is going keneged pareh hachag. It's connected to the karbonis that were brought on Sukkis that also went down one every day, less and less and less. Very deep what the connection is. But Beis Hillel holds that malin Bekoidesh v'loi meriden. When something is holy, you want to move up in holiness. You never want to detract. You never want to take away holiness. And the question is, of course, I don't understand. Malin b'kodesh v'loi meriden, to add on in holiness all the time and not to go down, is a rule in kala tarakula. Kula. Anytime we have the opportunity to move up in holiness, everybody agrees that that's what we hold. For example, you're putting on tefillin. Which tefillin, which one of the tefillin do you put on first? The, shal- the shalyad. And then the shall Rosh. Why? Because Malin Bakoidesh, you want to move up in holiness. So I get it. Okay, Bhishame has another reason that he would hold that we should go down one candle every night. But what about malim Bakoidesh? Well I may read it. Doesn't Bhishameh also hold to this universal rule in Torah? Of course he does. So I was thinking about this very deeply. And one Chanukah to a wild idea. Really radical thought. I wonder if there's some truth to it. You know, the Helege Kotzker says, the Kotzker Rebbe teaches, there's nothing as whole as a broken heart. What does that mean? Of course, a broken heart is not a whole heart, so what does this mean? So you have to contemplate this very deeply. What, is, what does that mean? There's an experience of fullness that's specifically experienced when we feel broken, when we feel empty, when we feel like we're missing, but we yearn for that which we feel that we lost. There's a certain fullness there. There's room for something even greater than whatever was filling it beforehand. A vast space. And so you're right. Beshamei holds that originally you start with all eight candles lit and every night you take one candle away. But maybe in some very deep sense, Beshamei is also adding every night. He's not adding a candle because he's taking one flame away. But you know what he is adding every night? An empty cut. Every night Beshamei, by taking away one of the Hanukkah candles, is adding one more empty glass to the menorah and how deeply holy those empty glasses are that's also malim b'kodesh he's also going up in holiness because we're increasing the capacity for yearning so in a certain sense both Beis and Beis Hillel all agree mosef they're both adding Beis is adding flames which are super holy and Beis is adding not having flames which might even be holier. Now, it's a la'asid lava y You know, the Arizal says, we know that la'asid lava, when Mashiach comes, who do we paskin like? Not Beis Hillel anymore. We paskin like Beis Shammai. Now we all paskin like Beis Hillel. Whatever Beis Hillel says, that what we decide. After Mashiach comes, it's all Beis Because that is an otherworldly light to understand the way in which not having could sometimes be the greatest vessel for having. It's the deepest. It's the deepest. So join me in this melody together. If you know it, if you don't know it, you'll learn it quickly. And let's express this feeling, Takrishporhu as we go into Chanukah, we want to activate this holy yearning. you can close your eyes. The woman can hum along. you could also be a part of it a little bit quietly. But mamish, everybody, everybody, everybody should try to activate this feeling. I want to be bigger. I don't just want Hanukkah to be a cultural, religious, you know, observance. I want it to change me. I want it to elevate me, to lift me, to activate something deep, deep, deep inside. So it goes like this.
1: naszej <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> na <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> There ain't no- Join me strong if you know it. we Six, I'll Mach us <laughs> do a shame. A child, a child, Yeah. Now the
0: light of Hanukkah is all about oneness it's all about oneness it's just strange because there are many many days of Hanukkah but the whole thing of Hanukkah is about oneness because the manyness of Hanukkah all the different nights are only the outgrowth of that one tiny little jug that tiny little jar of pure oil that they found under the rubble of the Besam Mikdash Under all the smashed vessels, under all the broken kalim, they found one tiny little jar that's still sealed with the seal of the Kohen Gadol. And from that one tiny little jar becomes many. One night. And then another night, and another night, and another night. But fundamentally at its core, it's just that one little jug that continues to last. And to fill the space of the many this is another interpretation of what we're going to say in tefillah three times a day in Alanisim we're going to say that HaKadosh Baruch you gave them what really means a military victory and we say what does it mean on a literal level the It's referring to the size of the armies, right? But the many, the gigantic, enormous Greek army was given over into the hands of the few. The Chashmanayim, the Maccabim. But maybe in a very, very deep way, what Hanukkah is all about is to be able to look around at the manyness of life. And the multiplicity of different experiences and different places and times and stages and phases of life and circumstances and the different things that we encounter throughout this journey. And Virabi Manchanika, that experience of the many, is traced back to the, the ma'at. It's traced back to just that one little primordial jug, just that source from where everything else splits off from. Isn't that what a muna is? Isn't that what it means to have a muna? Not just to have a muna like it's another thing that you own. Like you have a house and you have a car and you have a muna, You know, it's just like another thing. But to really have a muna To live with a muna in such a way that it changes the way that we operate? That we look at all of life through different lenses? We react differently to situations. We respond differently. We think differently. What it means is to see everything through the lens of oneness. To find the one single creator in all of his creations so that everything is categorized in one category. We're all emanations of the divine. Everything that we experience, just another emanation of godliness. Another miracle, another miracle, another miracle. Another revelation, another revelation. Another way of contacting a Baruch Hu here and going through this challenge. This is another way of getting close to Hashem. And eating this food, another way. You make a bracha. Getting close to Hashem. So maybe this is what Habakkuk means. And what the Gemara means when it tells us that all the different tzaddikim were trying to distill Judaism, Yiddishkeit, down into simpler and simpler and simpler terms. Until the Gemara tells us at the very end, came And he got it down to just one point. To one singular kernel. that The righteous person, what it means to be righteous, lives by his faith. And maybe it's not just Stam. It's not for nothing. That Chabakuk presented this with Vehemidan al-Achas. It's not just that it happens to be a singular principle, and this is the principle. The principle is Achas. Ba Habakkuk came along Chabakuk Vehemidan, and he said, you know what sits at the core of all of Yiddishkeit, what the point of all of it is? Literally the point? Ba Chabakuk vehemidan he said, that already is the point. That already is the principle. It's all oneness. Just to encounter that presence beyond every mask. It means to live with faith. To really live with it. Not just to have it, but to live with emunah. We sing before in the morning when everything going well. When we can see Hashem because it's clear that His energy is guiding things, that things are going in the way that we perceive them to need to go, that the way that they should go, then it's easy. We sing God's praise in the morning. When is it time for faith in God? Specifically in the darkness, specifically in the nighttime. When it's not clear, that is when it's time to turn on that, that energy of Emuna, turn it up. To turn it up. You know what Yavan is, what Greece is? say, <clears throat> zu Yavan. Yavan is darkness. They represent the greatest obstacle to faith. The way that we combat that darkness of Yavan is not by battling the darkness, but by looking past the facade and seeing it as another form of light. It means that there is no nighttime. It means there is only day and almost day. There is no night. It's not a category that's real. Just masking what's beyond. The dawn to come. The dawn that's already in process of rising. (laughs) So, this is where we are now. I don't think there's been a time in our lifetime, all of us, no matter what stage you are or age you are in this room, what we're going through now is not simple. A deep, deep, doubled over, tripled over darkness. And so everybody's asking, well, how do you have a muna at a time like this? And the answer, the response is not, how do you have a muna at a time like this? Is, is there ever a better time to turn that up? To press down on the gas pedal of faith? To put a muna into action? To not be shaken. Going to come up to Purim soon, like Mordechai HaTzadik, not to bow, not to bend, not to shake, not to tremble for a second. We're the eternal nation. This is our bread and butter. This is where we thrive. Look at us. We're shining. We're shining. Now it's time to have Emunah in a way that we've never had Emunah before. To face the Choshech Zu Yavan, and to respond with this deep emuna, that although it looks like midnight dawn is already rising Okay Join me if you can soul let's really declare it because Emun has a choice Emunah is a choice it's a pair of glasses I choose to put on let's put it on now Shem is real Akadosh Baruch who's running the show he's everything he's got this so let's sing it so they hear us over there in the tunnels
1: Bebê, minha anima. Animal she is a pau i Is my one more time. One more time. For ani ma'amet. Veve'asamoshia. V'asamoshia your heart and soul. Oh, yeah. Animami, she is so I, want
0: to, I want to teach a niggin, and then we'll learn a little bit more. The Chavah from the Thursday night Chabura know this already. I taught it just this past Thursday night. It's one of my favorite Nukunim. It's one of the most beautiful melodies I ever heard in my life, without exaggeration. But I'll let you be the judge of it for yourself. And it goes like this a little bit complicated, so listen the first two times and then join me if you can.
1: Mm. Ga <Sings> Ya 귀, 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 hai ra Toil oer secho ga lai bi Let's do it one more time. This time,
0: join me even louder. Just say what the words means before we sing it again. Gal ve'abita, is that the Master of the World should open our eyes. Gal reveal to me, reveal to my eyes, open my eyes and let me see Let me see the wonders of the Torah. Let me feel it. Let me see the wonder in everything because everything is Torah, everything's a teaching, every minute of life is a curriculum. There's always something to learn. And it's a wonder is to live with Amuna, to live in such a way where it's nothing that happens, stam. Every minute is HaKadosh Baruch teaching me something. Let me see the wonder of life. Let me bask in that light, in the presence of the divine.
1: Sing it one more time. Oh, know it all
0: So let's learn a little bit more together with Shmaya. We sing after we light the Hanukkah candles. What a privilege to be a part of that, to be able to light these candles that our grandparents lit and their grandparents before them in the most unimaginable circumstances. We're a part of that, we're a part of that chain. We are the Jews of today. Think about the heroes in all previous generations. That's me and you. Simple as we think we are. That's us. That's all we've got. We are all Hashem has in His world, and He trusts us to fix it. So after we kindle these lights, we sing, These candles are holy. We have no permission to use them. We only have permission to look at them. Very deep. We don't have permission to use the Hanukkah candles. But we do have permission. Permission is granted. To see them. What's the secret of the connection between the light of the Hanukkah candles and seeing and sight? Galaini, what's the connection? So very deeply, the deeper svarim explain that the human capacity for thought is divided into a number of different aspects. Many of us are familiar, especially if you happen to have a Nusuk Svard. So in we say, Grant me three different kinds of, of thinking, power, ability to use our cognitive capacities, right? Chachma and Bina and Das. How do we translate them? Chachma is intellect. Bina is more intuitive wisdom or understanding and das is like knowledge, practical. But the Svarim explained that what these things mean and what the difference between them is, what is chachma and how is it different from bina, what is bina and how is it different from das, let's just focus now on chachma and bina, is that chachma is big picture thinking. Chachma means to step back and to see the whole entire picture while Bina is to get down into the details of it. Bina, Chazal tell us, is maven davar mitoich davar. To be able to understand distinctions. This is not that, and that is not this. And to be able to extrapolate further details from pre-existing information. Chachma doesn't get into any of that. Chachma takes a billion steps back and just looks at the whole thing. Just on Google Earth. It should happen to ever use Google Earth, which is just a total wonder. Just zoom all the way, all the way, all the way out and just look at this tiny little marble floating in space. Chachma. And then if we had the capacity just to zoom out on the whole physical creation, all the galaxies and everything else that there is, and to just look at that. All of creation. Chachma, big picture. So the can explain that these different ways of thinking are connected to capacities that we have in terms of the way that we perceive the world, our senses. And the Sfarim explain that Bina is connected to hearing. Very simply. Because based on what we said that Bina is, Bina is one detail at a time. You can only hear one thing at a time. Two people are speaking into both of your ears. You're not able to understand either of them. It's just a jumble. Bina, hearing, is one detail after another detail. Two shofers are blowing, is a sheet at least in the Gemara, you're not yodse, because trei koli, generally speaking, happens not to be by shofar, trei koli, you can't hear two things at once. Harmony is different, but that's a separate story. But when people speak, you can't hear two things at once, really to hear both of them. So if Bina is hearing, what's Chachma going to be? Chachm is seeing. And there's even a Mishnah about it. But we don't usually think that the Mishnah is about this. We think it's about what the Mishnah says. But the words of Chazal are so deep that if we start to really focus on them, we turn them over, we see there's infinite meaning. So the, so the Mishnah tells us, who is a wise person, who sees what will develop. But what really telling us is that there's a deep connection between chacham, chachma, big picture wisdom, and Haro'e, seeing, eshanolad, which literally means what will come to pass. Meaning to see the whole picture, not just to look at moment after moment after moment, which is Bina consciousness, chachma, whole thing. The whole thing at once. In the Zara, Kaddish, and Kabbalah, oil is the physical manifestation of that energy of a chachma. oil. Oil is an incredibly, incredibly lofty thing. It's not even representing Chachmah, that's a word that we use, it's not, it's not that. There's a difference between something that represents something else and something that is the manifestation of something else. It doesn't represent Chachmah. It is the physical represent- it is the physical manifestation of that light of Chachmah. And that's why oil physically has this strange quality where it always rises to the top of any other liquid that's less dense. Oil always rises to the top, which hints to the fact that oil is channeling this energy of Chachmah before getting down into the details of things, before the world starts to become physical, stage after stage after stage, and the multiplicity of creations are created when it's all just wrapped up into one ray of godliness, just one kernel of infinite spirituality, that's the oil that rises all the way to the top. That's chachmas always connected to oil. The pasuk tells us about oil in the context of the oil that was used to anoint the kohanim. The kailin of the beis hamikdash of the mishkan needed to be anointed with what's referred to in the pasuk as shemen mishchas kodesh holy oil. Kodesh. What does Kodesh mean? What does it mean that something's holy? Holy means transcendent. Holy means elevated. Holy means removed. Holy means removed from whose standpoint? From the standpoint of living in this physical world. To get out of the perception of my own self, And to move into higher and higher and higher levels of awareness where I'm able, like the oil, to rise above, to contact that all-encompassing energy, that kedusha, where all of creation hasn't yet taken a form where it sees itself as being separate from the divine. Everything is still wrapped up in the big picture vision and the master plan and that chachma-oriented energy of just pure godliness that's all the way, all the way, all the way at the top at the early outset of creation beginning to unfold. The first step. Everything, everything wrapped up in one energy. To become kadosh means to do everything that we can to align ourselves with that energy. That's why chachmah has the letters koach, na. Chachma is the energy of recognizing koach, my power, my energy, ma, it's nothingness. What is it? All there is is elokus. Reish is chachma, chachma is the earliest outset, the highest madriga, reish is chachma, is yiras Hashem, what does yiras Hashem mean? Not just fear of God, but to live with awe, which means to live with awareness. Of Hashem's presence all the time, wherever we go, whatever we're doing, whatever time it is in our lives, whatever we're going through, that's what yiras is—not fear of God, awareness of Hashem. Raisus chachma yiras Hashem shemen is mishchas kodesh. It's the energy of kodesh of holiness. There's two two kinds of chachma. One kind of Chachma is the Chachma of the Torah, is the Chachma of Am Yisrael, which leads us further and further, the more of it we grasp, into a more and more Kadosh space. The more we know, the more we realize how little we know. The higher we're getting, the taller we're climbing this ladder up and up and up and up, out of the lower levels of existence to be able to contact that energy, that energy of Chachma, that all-encompassing energy of oil, that Shem that presence of Chachma that's within everything. That's the Chachma of Am Yisrael, which is represented in this Bitu'i, this expression in the Svaram Tachlis that the pinnacle of knowing is Shaloneida is to realize that I actually don't know anything. That's the greatest chachma of all. That's what it means to really be wise. At the pinnacle of all of wisdom is to realize, wow, I can't know. I am not supposed to know. All I can really know is that Hashem knows and that's enough for me. I don't need to know it. HaKadosh Baruch has got this, like we said earlier. Hashem knows it. Hashem is running the show. HaKadosh Baruch pulling the strings. Do you know how the Greeks phrased their philosophical wisdom? They put it into one motto. And one of the great Greek philosophers wrote, whatever there is to know... Whatever can be known, that we shall know someday. Someday we'll know all there is to be known. It's just a matter of time, but the human brain will get there. And as time carries on, we're going to learn more and more and more about the things that they thought were important, the physical world, learning how to understand this space, learning how to develop physicality. Whatever there is to know, we're going to know that. You know what, Am Yisrael? Say, Mamesh, the opposite. Shem Mishchas Kodesh. The Chachma of Am is Koachma, is to be able to access a deeper realm where we understand that only only Hakadosh Baruch Hu knows. Tachlis Hayyida. We say whatever there is to know, surely it will help us to further recognize how little we actually know about everything. And that's the Chachma of Am Yisrael. That's the real wisdom. That's what it means to be a Yid. It's to be just this humble Jew who doesn't try to understand every single tiny thing, but just to let HaKadosh Baruch Hu run his world. Shemen Mishchas Kodesh. That Shemen, that Chachma. So Chachma, on the one hand, has this Teva, this nature, this quality where it rises above, but it also has a strange counterintuitive, like contrasting quality, where you could never get it out of any vessel that it filled. Even though it rises to the top, but oil that sits in a vessel, it's like all the way on the bottom of the vessel, the residue of oil is there. It's very, very difficult to get it out. It remains, it remains. You can pour oil from one cup to the other, and it's like there's a part of it that never left. And so very deeply, like we sing in the khadodi, Sof Masa, the Machshav that whatever it was that was initially in the earliest stages of the Kodesh mind, so to speak, when he began to think about creation at that earliest ray of the dawn of existence, when all there is is Hashem and everything is unified with Hashem's Chachma that is within everything, we can find that oil that rises to the top. The Shem and Mishchas Kodesh. We could find the Dafka Sothmasa, embedded within this worldliness, we can discover it there. Like we say in davening in the morning, Kulam, everything that there is, bichachma asisa, the oil of that transcendent unity of Hashem's wisdom of Hashem's presence, is embedded within everything there is. That Shem in Mishchahs Kodesh. Is That chachma can be found everywhere we look. But the thing is, we have to be looking with the right eyes. We have to be looking with the eyes that are open to seeing this. Because that's it. You can choose what you want to see in the world. Is it a world of nature that we approach with the interest of finding out how to harness these forces for our benefit, for our physical, this worldly, this lifetime benefit? Or do we look around at everything that exists in life and we say, wow, here's another encounter with this chachma, this overwhelming presence of Hashem that we respond to with wonder, with awe, with being just blown away by it. These candles, these flames that dance on the Shemin Zayas Zach of Hanukkah that we're going to be privileged to light very soon. They are an apparent manifestation of that latent Kedusha, that Ar HaGamus, that hidden light that could be found within everything. Which shone, as the Svarim say, for 36 hours, which are reflected in the 36 candles of Chanukah, because one plus two plus three plus four plus five plus six, all of the candles of Chanukah, all the eight nights, are 36 in total, reflecting the Ur that hidden light. Hanerus, halalu, these candles, koydushim. They reflect that realm of the holy. And therefore, they teach us that not everything in this world is meant to be used. Not everything in this world that we encounter, that we experience, is here to be manipulated and harnessed and to figure out some way of utilizing it to see how it has utility. That's, that's not what it is. It's just there. To give me another opportunity to catch a glimpse of Hashem's presence, which is not hidden by the world, but which is hidden in the world, waiting for us to see it. Gal Ainaiva Abita. And so, of course. If the physical way of approaching the world, the Greek way of approaching the world, the Yavan way of approaching the world, which is Choshech, which is darkness, which is the opposite of the aragonas, which is the concept of everything that's only revealed because only what we can see and what we can sense and what we can feel and what we can smell and taste and hear is that which is real that can be studied and observed. And therefore, the Yavan, everybody knows, yud Vav, Nun, it goes down and down and down, always pointing to this worldliness. If Yavan is all about the goof, about Gashmias, about physicality, without sensing anything that's beyond that, the calm, small, soft glow of the Jewish Chachma of humility, of Koachmah. And it's all about grandiosity and magnificence. So then the tikkun for it, of course, the rectification of it is neshama. It's the soul, it's the soul. And that's what the candle is that holds these flames of the Hanukkah menorah is ner elokim nishmas adam, is reflective of the soul of man the soul of the human being, which is that part of us that can become awake to the soul of existence, to encounter the kedushah and everything, the Chachma in everything. Ner Elohim Nishmas Adam. And the way to fortify our Neshama is by getting in touch with the Neshama of the Torah. So the Torah also has a guv, a body, and a Neshama. There's, hard to say it, but there's a Greek way of being a Yid, a Jew, and there's mamish, a Jewish way of being a Jew. There's a quantifiable Greek-oriented way of just considering those things in Judaism that are worthy, those things that can be measured, those things that can be seen, observed, how many pages of how many texts you happen to learn and how much you're shuckling with Gidavim and you know, how many, how many tfilas, and so on and so, you know, just everything that's measured. And then there's the quality of it there's the Shem mishchas Kodesh. There's the residual element of a whisper of something that we, we can't put into words. There's emuna. There's sincerity. There's yearning, striving. There's our emotions, loving, fearing, being really present in our Avodah Hashem, not just going through the motions physically, but to really do it for real. That being Jewish is not just another facet of my identity. It's everything, it's everything. It's not what I do, it's who I am. There's an eshamah of Torah. And the eshamah of Torah is captured in the tradition of Kabbalah, of Sod. Reb Shimon Bar Yochai, the Ariah Kodesh, the Balsham Rabbi Nachman Greater and greater progressive revelations of the soul of Yiddishkeit. Parenthetically, Nachal Novea Makar Chachma, that pasuk that we said in the beginning, that is the Makar for this Chachma, yearning, is Rashi as some of you may know, is Nachman. Nachal Novea Makar Chachma. That's the energy of Rabbi Nachman. He himself said that. He said that he is rooted in that pasuk very deep. So Rabbi Nachman taught us all of this ultimately, but it's all based on the teachings of the Baal Shem, which is, are based on the teachings of the Ari, which are based on the teachings of Rav Shimon. Throughout history, Hakadosh Baruch Hu has been slowly but surely taking off layer after layer after layer, revealing greater and greater and greater measures of light. Until us today, you and me, sitting in this room, 2023, 20, in the deepest pit of darkness, the greatest light of the Neshama of Torah is able to reach us. And so we go back to the Pasik that we said, Gal Ainai. and let me open my eyes to really see to really be able to connect to the Kodesh Haim, the Shemin Mishchas Koidesh, the Khachmah, Koachma of these humble little tiny little flames of Khanaka that stand up against the great mighty flashing lights of the Greek world of materialism. Well, how do I get to gal enai? How can I develop this capacity to live life with really open eyes? The Palsic says, You gotta connect to the, not just the how of Yiddishkeit, the wow of Yiddishkeit. The wonders of serving God, it's all there, it's in the books, and it's here for us in this generation to access in a way that our grandparents didn't. It's a different world today. It's not the same Yiddishkeit of even 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago. It's Erev Shabbos and the Zarqa, we're getting close to the end. Everything speeds up, Yiddishkeit changes. Can't be teaching the way that we taught 100 years ago. HaKadosh Baruch was giving us a gift. Hasidus is a gift not strimals and bekishas, the study of the teachings of the Balshentov, his way of seeing the Torah, it's a gift. It's a new way of approaching Amuna, a new way of approaching education, a new way of approaching what it is to be a Jew, a new way of what it is to approach all of Yiddishkeit. So that it's not simply, and this will come to a close and we'll sing and then we'll finish, it's not simply the same b'libenu bina, that we should have the bina consciousness of lahavenu haskil to understand and to think and to contemplate to make sure that we're learning all the Gemaras and all the sugyas and Halacha and and making sure that we know how to be an Orthodox Jew and we know how to dress and how to make sure that our kids have all the right matching outfits particularly so we fit in exactly and making sure that the Simchas are the way that they're supposed to look for a Frum Jew in 2020 and so on and so forth, the culture of it. It's not simply just to do everything, right? But we continue. Ribanashalilla, Master of Heaven and Earth. And this is the prayer for our generation, for me and you. It's not enough for me. The surface of Yiddishkeit, The body of being a Jew. But Master of Heaven and Earth. Illuminate my eyes. Gal Ainai. Let me feel it with all my heart. And it's not just something we do, but it's a relationship. I show up with all of me. Rahman aliba boy. Kodesh Baruch Hu doesn't want for what you do. Hashem wants just you. And the way that you bring yourself to him is by doing the things that he wants, but it's you he wants. V'dabek libeinu me metzvasecha, v'yached levaveinu. My heart becomes bound to the v'chabakuk v'hamidon al'achas tzadik v'emunasayich v'yached levaveinu la'avo li'ira shenacha. Not just enough to learn words on pages but to really feel it, that's what the Baal Shem wanted to bring back to Yiddishkeit and what Rabbi Nachman deepened, all built on this tradition of Pneumius HaTorah, Chachmas HaSod. that's no longer hidden. It's revealed for you and me today, even if you're younger than 40. Makes no difference. Especially Chasidus, that's Kabbalah itself. Especially anything that you find in Chasidus, not just mutter, it's permitted to learn. It is absolutely required to be able to breathe. I don't know how people breathe if you're not connected to, the, to this way of living. It, it's, it's oxygen, it's oxygen. So this is our tefillah now as we move into Hanukkah. This is what Hanukkah offers us, and this is what our tefillah should be. And we do spend a few moments davening over the next couple of days, find some time, three, four minutes, even after this whole experience of tonight, there's a lot to think about, a lot to chew over, a lot to contemplate. But to ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, zot Lizot B'Matana, give me a gift on Hanukkah. That it shouldn't just be another Chag, another Yontif, another Hanukkah of this year. I should merit to sit there, look at the candles for long periods of time, just to gaze into those candles like the Tzaddikim would. Even without Tehillim and without Davening, just find some time, sit in front of the candles, and do nothing other than look at them, stare at them. Because it's an aspect of aha'er enenu, v'gal abita. It makes a change. Mer elokimnishmas Adam. I want to live with soulfulness. I want to live for real, to really live with vibrancy, vitality, with joy. Hashem, help me connect. Help me connect with the soul of Yiddish Help me find you in everything. Okay, so let's do one more niggan and then we'll dance. And here's the opportunity to really dive in it. Don't even have to find two minutes, a different night. But we could dive in it
1: right now. (laughs) yav i nu a va an am rachem 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 a lay inu o yiv say bili be yir nu vi na le hav i nu we, 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 we are the new Alacham. We are when I Guress找 to you My name is Jesus I love myędzy salamut dia va viswa ya odoe do la nei and And here's the most crucial part. Yeah. Hey, we live our best.
0: complicate things, we complicate things, everything is very simple, HaKadosh Baruch Hu adores us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants a relationship with us, Hashem gave us a Torah to help us remember His love, every step of the, of the journey, that's the whole thing. So the Rambam says that's the whole thing of Chanukah is a mitzvah chaviva hi'ad It's a precious mitzvah. It's precious. He never says that about any other halacha or any other mitzvah. Mitzvah chaviva hi. It's not even his job to say such things. The Rambam is a halacha safer. He's not coming to tell us which mitzvah is more precious than the next. But the whole thing is not that it is a precious mitzvah, but that Chanukah and the nearest of Chanukah bring back the chavivus of Yiddishkeit that I don't do it out of rote, and I don't do it because I feel guilty if I don't do it. I do it because it's a, it's an intimate relationship that I have with the divine energy in everything, with the Shem mishchas kodash, with the Sof Maaseh B'Machshav chila. And ultimately, and with this we'll end, what you and I just did here now is the ultimate expression of of the way in which you and I are doing it right. Because the Baal Shem Tov taught that the hachana for a mitzvah, the preparation for a mitzvah, is even greater than the mitzvah itself on some level. Why? Because to do the mitzvah itself is the mitzvah. Okay? You're commanded to do the mitzvah, so you do the mitzvah. But to take the time to prepare for it, to yearn for it, to build up excitement for it, to learn about the depth of it, to understand what we can access when we do the mitzvah. It's a whole different thing. That means that you're a Jew that's not just doing it by the books, you know, card carrying, box checking, everything is good. You're in it for, for the deepest, deepest relationship. To activate the essence of life which is one with Yiddishkeit, the essence of who we are as Am Yisrael, what our mission is to reveal this light, (inaudible) Ner Elohim Nishmas Adam, to be soulful people, to reveal the soul of the world. That's what we accomplished here. So I wanna thank each and every one of you for coming, for being a part of it. What a privilege that we have. And I wanna just announce that twice a week, at least for the men, Still working on women's programming, but regular women's programming. For the men, we have two Chabura Sunday night. Many of you are, Baruch Hashem, we're privileged to have you join. Sunday night and Thursday night. Um, And all the information can be found wherever you can contact me, and everybody knows how to do that. So you can inquire about more information. We have twice a week where we're delving into these teachings. Or we're delving into Pneimius HaTorah which is super crucial for our generation, like we said. And um, on the tables, on either side of the room, we have, Be'ezus Hashem, these special tfilos that should be recited before we uh, do the bracha. And that's for the men who are going to be lighting and for the women who are also involved in the lighting, that you're also lighting in a certain sense, right? It's just your, someone's being motzi you, but it's your mitzvah too. So this can be recited by everybody before we light. And it's a tefillah from the Bnei Saskar, one of the great Hasidic masters. And on the back, you'll find eight different points. Some of which we already spoke about, but just things to keep in mind. As we sit in front of the candles, you can read them and then spend some time just looking at the lights. Seems simple. There's nothing fancy about it. It's just a tiny little flame, but that tiny little flame is the ma'at mina that's going to push away harbe harbe mina That little flame of emuna, that little flame of chizuk, that little flame of understanding. That wherever you are is exactly where you're supposed to be. There's never been anybody like you from the beginning of time until now. There never will be anybody like you from now until the end of time. It's just you and you're here for a mission, and whatever your circumstances are, that's what Chanukah is, to become reacquainted with that. That's Shem and Mishchas Kodesh, that sublime holiness that's there, Hashem's love. So I bless us, as is Hashem, with the highest, deepest Hanukkah, really a Hanukkah of soul, and we should be Zoha, to what the Bnei Sascha writes over here, and I put it in bold, because I think it's particularly prevalent to and the merit of this mitzvah we should merit to vanquish all of our enemies so that we can rebuild the Mikdash and come back to Yerushalayim which is where all of us belong and where all of us are heading what a privilege thank you so much for being a part of it thank you for coming and thank you for being here
1: so let's dance a little bit Give a name, Allah. Oh, yeah, I can move the tables aside. the lie, move the chairs. The table, Kalashman. I, Allah. Oh, I the lie, yeah, move the chairs Ai, 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 eu me não sacan carne Oi, nossa, hey, é nesta, só e nesta so e me Ei, eu me neve, eu mexe, moi, não Capucheira, mas go Eu me não sacan